this is the part where you go. No, 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 no. What show happened and what happened? What? No. no, I'm gonna wait, dude. Welcome, sloppy. This is sloppy as on purpose. I am boycotting. What the hell we just? <laughs> For those of you listening to the podcast, the pre-show music was a mess because Indigo did it on purpose. <laughs> Don't understand his choices ever. Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode forty-one. I'm just so flabbergasted right now. As <laughs> what we were what we were subjected to, like we. We're going to do something special for the next four weeks. And this is the first week where we have more people coming in that I've not seen before in a while or just not seen in general. And where does one get a hey, big, you know, I'm going to get the news and the views from Wildstar Online every week. And as I have always with me, my co-hosts, Krug. Hi, I'm Krug. And Indigo. Yeah, I'm the one with the great music choices. Nope, horrible. <laughs> you have, you are tone deaf. <laughs> How was your week? Uh, my week, uh, my week was actually really great. Um, just work, 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 and uh, and then something uh, astonishing happened this week. Uh, Krug, Doc, myself, all of us together, and Clover for part of it. And, yeah, and Clover, we're leveling together. It was great. Mm-hmm. What was the other astonishing part? Uh, the fact that I currently have the two of you uh, backwards on the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> The podcast wouldn't have known if you had just shut your Yeah, no, we just mouth. keep going with that anyway. <laughs> fun doing that. It was like good old times. You got into a dungeon and we just realized pull the big red thing, pull the big red thing. Oh, yeah. yeah pull that, every big red thing, pull every big red thing. That, it was chaotic and fun. That was the best. That literally was the entire time. Red thing, big red thing. No, 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 no. We have to get the big red thing. But I got to introduce Clover to uh, the awesome medic pull. which is run ahead of the group and pull stuff until the group starts yelling and then pull one more group and then run back to the group it's great thank god i wasn't taking for most of that (laughs) yes you were because i had to go dying (laughs) very true (laughs) so how was your week this week it was good i started a medic i realized that uh i didn't i don't really like spell slinger i got my spell slinger up to like 42 or something like that and i'm just kind of like not really into it like the healing isn't that great compared to medic uh, and, and I'm not talking about numbers. I'm just talking about the way I experience it. So I started a medic again, and oh, oh my god, it's so much better. I totally forgot how much more I like medic than every other class in this game. It is just my class. Literally, um, I think you caught up to your medic. Or your your medic has no, already no, like you're no. pretty close. I, I did do a lot of leveling. So I started it yesterday, mm-hmm. and then between yesterday and now, I got to level like twenty five. 26 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and my spell slinger i've been leveling for like three months and he's level 42 so i'm gonna say that i'm a little bit faster on the medic <laughs> a little Just bit a little bit it's cool my god man and like half the time yeah not, not even like a fraction of the time no, you yeah not even halfway half there the yeah it's it's good i love medic medic's great i'm never gonna stop playing medic i don't care what other classes they release unless it's uber medic then, then i'll play uber medic but yeah that was my week it was good times awesome mm. And to go, why does the stream say post show on it? You should fix that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know it's the post show. You, you oh know, my god. You know the the, the you know the uh, the audio version of this wouldn't have. How else this. am I going to tell you that? <laughs> Just got to say it. Look to keep to keep us going because we actually have something interesting also coming We've out. We've got a ton of stuff going on today. Yeah, we do. <sighs> we do. Uh, my week, I was sick most of last week, which gave me some time to play the game a little more. 
I'm this much closer on another character that's partially through a tomb in again, like always. I always get stuck right around towards the end of it for some weird-ass reason. But I leveled with you guys. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. That's pretty much most of my week. I didn't get to go to Star Wars Celebration, but I'm rocking my old school. You can't see it anyway because of the Windows thing. But I found my old school uh, Empire t-shirt for when they were doing all the, the pre-stuff for uh, Old Republic. Nice. Holy crap, I still fit. <laughs> I'm going to call that a victory. So much, so much Star Wars hype. Jim Victory. <laughs> Not a Star Wars podcast. No, totally. I know. Oh, I know. It's so much awesome. Anyway, let's get into the fun stuff and the not-so-fun stuff, and let's get into something cool. We are back at the Strange Tales of the Week. Now, for this... Sorry, let me try to get my eyes are killing me. So, the lore has been expanded again. We have one more entry. The most recent entry, the final entry in this Ooh. week's lore, is called the Genesis Prime. And it's a very... Interesting. Okay, so all the other lore pieces have kind of been overviews of of events, right? Uh, like the the destruction of Arborea. You kind of go into the head of um, what's his name, Arwick and Zax. You you're going into heads of everybody, but they're all kind of big drama filled moments. This time, for the very last piece of lore, we go really quiet and we go really. Um, suspenseful and dreadful. It's like a character study almost. We go into the mind of Drusera into the mind of the entity. And if you know any spoilers, cover your ears for like the next five seconds. Uh, they're one in the same. So... You did not give people enough time to cover their ears unless they were <laughs> literally smacking themselves in the head. Too bad. If, you, if you don't know, I, I give no craps for spoilers. They're, it's really cool because you can kind of get to see this, this fracture and splinter of Drusera and how part of her personality the, dom- the is becoming much more dominant. Uh, it's it's really kind of interesting how the entity kind of goads her and kind of is like kind of just messing with her. Like, yeah, no, no, you're you're gonna be no, you're not gonna be fine. It's gonna be kind of cool if you just give in. It'll all be it'll all be over soon. And Drusera kind of valiantly fights against it, but if you play the game through. And I'll do the old world story stuff. You kind of know that it's a losing fight that she's that she's fighting. At least she's it's slowly losing. Mm-hmm. So that's most of what's going on with the last lore piece. And speaking of last, which is not good, uh, someone was like, "Hey, Pappy, you know we we like this lore exchange. We like the comics with the with the engineer bots and everything like that. Is that the end of lore we're going to get outside of the game? Are we going to get anything?" else something new something continuing i mean this is a lead up to the game um the side stories of the comics were were just to kind of flesh out some of the characters and pappy said that we are going to see more lore we are going to see hopefully new types of ways of showing off the lore and that's possibly we'll find some new subjects for the lore like say the primevals and for the, the primevals are if i remember correctly manifestations of each of the elements uh, basically, uh, or no, I can't remember, so many freaking lore characters. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly why I can't manage to get into lore myself, because I always get people confused. Like, I, I just can't, I just can't. It's like, it's like Game of Thrones. That's why I can't get into Game of Thrones. It's not because there are too many characters, and it's just convoluted how they relate to each other. But here's the thing, here's and the thing. The prime people are a big deal. They have a, a <clears> big <throat> hand in, um... They're going to have a big hand in the future of the game as well as the past of the game. At least that's what I'm speculating. The primevals are, are something that uh, are, are big news. 
And then Pappy's like, mm, maybe we'll see something like that. Um, I'm down. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, I think what he was saying is, I think uh, we couldn't find the tweet itself, but we found like the Reddit conversation. And even even Pappy came in and goes, "This this string right here, this is the best." Where Boom. I think, yeah, where he sat there and said. Um, I believe what he was saying is, is like, hey, if you like the primevils, uh, look forward to what's happening really soon. Yeah. Like and, and, and chat, and chat was quick like to does. remind me, um, the primevils and the focuses and that kind of stuff, the primevils were Elden, the Elden that were fixed. There were some creatures that weren't Elden, like Osiric. Osiric was not, he was a Pell mm-hmm. that was given, I think, the prime, a focus of like air or something like that, the focus of water. Uh, the primevils themselves were Elden that were given the pure primal elements, and they were all part of the Nexus project. And uh, so, obviously, since the um, since Omnicore won and that whole spoilerific thing, which we'll spoil a little bit on later on, the primevils are going to be tied to the evolution of that, and maybe the end of the Elden wasn't as what we thought. Mm. I mean, they didn't say they were gone for good, just as far as we know, the Elden were yeah. gone. Any speculation, gentlemen? Any ideas? Is this explain? going to affect medic healing? <laughs> That's my question. I always forget. <laughs> it's not killing things, or it's how, not about how killing other stats. No, healing is not killing things. Healing is the opposite of killing things. Will I to then have them kill things? Will I be able to kill people in PvP better with the primevils? With the primevils, be kind of cool. Not gonna lie. I think the answer to that question would be yes, but you're missing the question. Will I get those things? Uh, the answer to that is no. So, <laughs> anyway, let's let's move on. There's let's a beautiful, there's something big happened this week, uh, and actually, you know what? I think it was interesting that became big. Okay, now preface this preface. I'm going to preface this by saying preface. we're only going to give the facts on this. Mm-hmm. We're going to hold off on our opinions till either after tonight's tonight show or till next week's show. Yeah, if you guys so, want to talk about it after the show, let us know, and we can all have a nice big old conversation. Yes, so we're going to try our best to keep it as opinion-less as possible. We're just going to give you what we know. So earlier in the week, there are people online. uh, The link I have that we can put up on the site is from VG247. They're simply saying that Wildstar is starting to be pulled off of Australian shores. Now, that was the article. The article then saying, like, oh, okay, well, free-to-play? I'm going to leave it there. That's where we're all getting into opinion, speculation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the community ran with it. And not long after that news came out. Uh, well, and, Carbon- and, and the reason the reason why that that became a conversation is because that is what happened with ESO before they went free to play. So yeah. it wasn't just an the kind of made the leap between this yeah, one with ESO box, box copy started to go away and they went free to play. So now, but it only happened in one region. Correct. And that's well, Australia. Well, that's Australia. Yes. So that that's why uh, that conversation had, uh, had was happening. It wasn't just like, oh my god, boxes are being pulled from a location. It they are trying to make correlations between uh, what has happened and yeah, what will happen. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And it's, we've had this discussion on the podcast several times. It'll never go away. We'll probably have it again in the future. Anyway, not long after that, I believe maybe a day after, we get a promotional thing from Carbines and Inferentisoft saying, hey, if you buy a physical box you will get what we call the mystery box promotion. 
Inside it, you'll get your free month of playing time, you get your key code, and then a possibility of one of three items. Mm -hmm. Now, we have links for all three items. Two of them are videos from uh, the Ark Ship, who are amazing at getting stuff out insanely fast. Uh, one of which is the Snarf Links mount. If you have not which you been in-game in, in the last like 24 or 48 hours... Mm -hmm. You need to go into game and just go into the ma the major city and just watch this giant Buddha slash Hayao Miyazaki creation just bouncing <laughs> around. It's so adorable. You actually become the mount. You don't ride the mount. No, well, you don't it become it. You. Yeah, you go in its mouth. Yeah, it literally All like just whales you. Just yep. so you so it. something we should mention that we haven't mentioned yet is um, we're actually going to be giving away a box today during the episode uh, where you have a chance to win the fluffy little Snarlax meaning Snarfalinks whatever did you call it a Snorlax? it kind of is it's like a shiny Snorlax it's, it's like a yellow Snorlax the dorbs yeah. Snorlax anyways uh, anyways not the only one we do also no. have the Glitter Kitty hoverboard yes which looks like something out of an arcade from like when we were kids yeah, and it's very chrome and neon. It's like a rave just vomited all over a hoverboard. Rainbows and hearts everywhere. Neons, as far as the eye can see. It's 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 interesting. Uh, <laughs> Two, something I would never use in my character, but it's adorable. I'd probably use it. I'd probably mm -hmm. use it. You would. And then we don't, have, we don't have any images of this last one. We actually showed it a few weeks ago as a data mine thing. But the Marauder costume we showed up yes. a little while, showed up a little few weeks ago. Yeah. That is the last one. Uh, I know some people in the in our chat have already said they have it. Um, it's 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 pretty cool. The only thing I don't like about it is that the faceplate is on the, the helm. I kind of want to try tip hat, whatever. Anyway, you want to be uh, you want to be Iron Man. You want to be able to like. I know. How oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. <laughs> anyway, there we we. The problem is with this is that. Like I said, it's a random thing. I'm going to stay away from personal opinions around that. If you have not played the game yet, or you need, or you have someone who's interested in getting back into the game, or um, or you or, want the items, or if you're playing the game and you just want the item. I mean, cause yeah. it, the thing is, is that um, it you can win it here. Or the other thing uh, with it is that um, it is twenty dollars depending on where you go. So uh, Amazon um, sits there, and Amazon will price match places like Best Buy, uh, and Best Buy has it on clearance right now for twenty dollars. So. If you can sit there and manage to get one from Best Buy for $20, or if you can't get it from Best Buy but you can show Amazon that there's their price match, uh, you can turn around and be able to still get a copy for 20 bucks. So with that, you get a month of gameplay with that as well as yes. the possibility of winning – well, you're going to get one of the three. You're going to get one of the three, yeah. yeah. That's, but I don't think we made that clear. If you get a code in it, it's not like the code has a chance of being nothing. The code is going to always be one of those three things. One of those yeah. three. Yeah. And that's and, in their FAQ if you want to go check that out. And now, so, if you get one of the items you don't want, you actually can put it onto the auction house. Mm -hmm. Yes, they and are make They are sellable in-game. Money. <laughs> make what? So much money. So much plat. Like, it's... It, it's ridiculous. People I, are, are they? Do we know what they're going for? The last time uh, I saw is thir between 30 and 50 plat for the Marauder costume. Now, that's that's oh just today, right? Like, with the very fr the, within the first two to three hours that I saw it, it, already, it would, the Snarf Link's amount itself was at 20 plat. Yeah. Within the first, like, six to eight hours online. That is nuts. Like, not even two hours after the announcement, I saw three in Thade. 
Yeah, and there's oh, there's yeah. some amazing videos which we're not going to play here <laughs> because they're. I mean, we're not safe for work. <laughs> we're not. not safe for oh work. my god, it was. Now here's now here's the thing to remember. People will say, hey, you know, um, uh, it, the game's actually sixty dollars here. It's forty dollars here. Price match, people. Mm-hmm. If your friend wants to get in the game or you want the item. Go to New Egg, go to Amazon, get yeah. those prices, and I go think- to a physical store because the promotion only exists on physical box copies. It does not work on a digital download. Correct. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we're going to keep our opinions to ourselves for now. For now. No, we, we definitely <laughs> do plan on talking about this, but uh, we have so much jam-packed in this episode that if we were to even begin talking about it uh it, it would be a two-hour plus podcast well, so the marauder <laughs> costume is going to be unlockable with the hollow wardrobe so you don't have to buy multiple keys to hopefully get the marauder wardrobe for all of your characters once oh. the hollow wardrobe drops in drop five the marauder costume goes into the wardrobe itself and you can just use it as is awesome Yep. Good to know. Moving on. So we've already talked about some of the cool PTR stuff that's showing up, like the new um, Initialization Court Y83, uh, some of the new Daily Zones. We mentioned the we mentioned the Bay of Betrayal, which is an adventure, a brand new adventure coming in on Drop 5, which is going to be called... I forgot what it's called already. It doesn't matter. We always call them Drops anyway. <laughs> it's called the Bay of Betrayal. It's a new adventure. It's live right now on PTR. Now, it's going to be a bit different from before. If you play through the adventures, you realize it's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure. At certain points in the story, you'll be able to branch off and go check out new things. Now, this ties into the Daily Zone itself also, and the storyline going through there in Initialization Core Y83. You're not the only people looking for whatever it is you're looking for. There's a bunch of groups there. Like, the Strain is there at the, at the uh, at Levian Bay. Um, the Marauders are there in the Levian Bay. The Ichthians are there. And the Ascendancy is actually going to be your main adversary throughout the Bay of Betrayal. Now, it's kind of interesting. Normally, you're kind of just infiltrating something or going through the Oregon Trail or something. Hopefully, someone, no one dies at dysentery. In this case, you're actually <laughs> racing against time and score. And it's not going to be it, it's not gonna be as difficult as I think it is, but it can be challenging. Well, and that was the interesting part for me reading this is uh, a quote from the post that Carbon made was, based on medals achieved here by your group previously, the Alkalites racing against you will adjust their difficulty. As your group improves, your competitors will also get tougher to kill and better at racing to put more pressure on you. I'm curious uh, for two things. One, how does it calculate the difficulty? Like on the first run, is it just like a set difficulty or does it use some other metric? And two, is there a cap? It's probably got a base. A base It'd be interesting. It's most likely got a base. And depending on your performance in the first portion of it, it's going to adjust accordingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, Which I, I'm all for. I'd be really interested in having some mechanic like this with no cap on difficulty. So, like, if I can complete it in, like, half the time that the average player would, everything's literally just twice as, like, buff. That would be well, so not gonna, I doubt it's going to be one of those things where every time you go in, it's going to remember your remember your progress from last time and adjust accordingly. That's what it sounds like to me. Players coming into. No, I, what it sounds like to me is when you first get in, it's going to have a baseline difficulty. Right. And then depending on how you do throughout the adventure, it'll adjust accordingly. Oh, about that one adventure. Carry, yeah, I don't think it's going to carry uh. on. Yeah, but because didn't it say on medals, depending on your medals? Yeah, that's what made me think it was based off of performance on previous runs of the adventure. If, if, if that's the case, it might do like an average of the people's medals. Maybe. It's also interesting because that makes the adventure much more replayable, especially for those that are that want to get all the cool loot, which we'll go out over in just a little bit, or those that really want to push themselves. You go in with the pre-made into this thing, and you guys are owning it for the first one or two times, every subsequent run, it's going to be gonna be crazier and crazier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think is so, really exciting. Yeah. yeah. And the idea is to make this this one much more challenging. And, and what's going to happen is... like. 
Yeah, it's, it's not even the only new thing that's happening in May of Betrayal, the, mm-hmm. the change in, in difficulty. You're going to get something else. You're going to be imbued with the ability of technopathy, which obviously means technopathy, technology, telepathy. You're going to be able to control technology. You can use this to siphon, siphon energy sources, pull your, pull your best Jean Grey expression or your best, no, MODOK. Express MODOK expression. <laughs> I will get you. And you're able to, you, you know who MODOK is? No, he was just laughing at that. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he's just... Basically, you're going to be able to use technopathy to drain energy from sources and use the energy to re- redirect it to new things and uh, to bend creatures to your will. This whole thing is going to be messing around with Elden, te- Elden technology, stuff we probably shouldn't be touching in the first place. Mm-hmm. So... That usually proves to be a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, it normally does prove to be a bad idea. And to top that off, it's going to have... Higher level gear, they're saying roughly around the low end of the veteran dungeons. Mm-hmm. Yes. So basically, think of this as the adventure after, in difficulty terms, uh, veteran um, uh, proto game. No, veteran. Sorry, veteran Malgrave Trail. Sorry. So it's another way to bridge your 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 gear between adventures and, uh, and dungeons. But it does also specifically say that top performers can get some very high end gadgets. Yes. Which I'm kind of excited to see what those gadgets are. And they also did say that the loot that you get in this adventure is unique to the adventure. Yes. So maybe get some new, you know, screaming loot that can uh, make you perform that much better in dungeons. Something else uh, we should mention is that this week's uh, 0 to 50 isn't going to be a normal 0 to 50. Uh, they're actually going to be running through this on Tuesday. Oh, it's going to be, I believe, Am- Anal- Analith? Is that you pronounce his name? Mark Humes from the from the UK. Mm-hmm. He's coming in. They're gonna or he's gonna be coming in to play the game with them. I believe time travel's coming in. I don't know. I forgot the name. It's gonna be uh, Sunshine, Tony, Annalynth, uh, and who else is coming in? Uh, As Doctor Furiously Google. French community manager Jan, the German German community manager, and Mark. So Annalynth. So they're gonna have a game of five. So no moose this time. anyway that's the bay of betrayal it actually is active on ptr i believe so Mm -hmm. i think we should probably jump into that eventually really soon give it a little view ourselves i'm down it's actually pretty fun uh there is two more one more thing i should say uh it's a data mind file we're gonna pop this up in the chat as well and it's something someone's found called omicron now, right now, it's a 3D file. It's devoid of uh, particles and some textures. So it's going to look like Andros from Star Fox. If you guys have ever seen that or played that game, just really weird and kind of blocky. It's not finished yet, and it's not tied into the game yet, fully put in, and which really begs the question, who's Omicron? Now, we know a little bit about the hierarchy of um, all the Elden that worked on the next project. But the name Omicron or the title Omicron never showed up in any of that. And no, he's not from Percy IA. <laughs> <laughs> joke out of the way because that, I know we're all thinking about it. Crook made that joke. Crook happy. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> now, some people thought it was tied to the Archon. Some people thought that the Omicron and the Archon are the same thing. But what the, the actual thing is that Jeryl, uh, if you follow the Elden, that Elden Jeryl is actually the Archon who was in charge of the Nexus project. Now, here I'm going into spoilers, and I'm going into speculative spoilers. So give you a little more time to cover your ears. Speculative spoilers? Minute or something like that. There you go. He's ready to go. He doesn't care anyway. Um, <laughs> Over your headphones. You're making it louder, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, at the end of Omnicore 1, when you're talking to the caretaker, 
and he's deleting stuff like show mating habits and the cure for all known diseases, which sucks for Mordash. He happens upon something tied to the Nexus project. But that information is closed off. Mm-hmm. And what you do know is something happened throughout the project process of the project that Jiraiya the Archon could not accomplish or finish something that roadblocked them. And then a Davis Machina showed up and they continued the Nexus project as, as normal. Jiraiya never said where he got that from. Um, so as players, you're given this kind of little breadcrumb tidbit of information. And if you look at this 3D file, and there's actually a thread that has some of their data mine stuff that ties to someone called the Omicron as well, where we go into kind of the tinfoil hat theory is the Omicron, whoever this thing is, whether it's Elden or not, had may have had a hand into the Nexus project. It may have been that Deus Ex Machina that allowed Jiraiya to continue the Nexus project, create the primevals, give us Drusera, give us the entity, screw up the planet, and lead us where we are now. I don't believe this is going to be something that's going to be a throwaway Ray or Datawine thing. We are just getting to get into the, the adventure, the story of this adventure anyway. So that's Omicron. That's Jeryl. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? I, I, I think that thing looks really, really cool. And um, the Reddit images is really funny because there's like a random beast that actually says his name or her name. We don't really know. It's, it, something. Yeah. It's name. Uh, and uh, it's so random that it's in the game. I, I'm I'm curious to see that like over the years as Wildstar continues to grow its storyline, like how many of these little Easter eggs or little hints are actually in the game that none of us are really realizing, you know, until like, you know, we get further into the history. And then this is the part where your doc is sitting there going, Matthew, if you read the lore, um, <laughs> um but I find interesting, like, tidbits and small little things really interesting like this. I just don't like being the one that has to search for them. <laughs> That's why other people want to date my name. We yeah. just why are you on a podcast? Because <laughs> like, people like what He thinks people like walking in his face. I like the attention. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I like everything about tidbits like this. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I agree. I'm saying this is really awesome, and I find this really, really interesting. But, like, I don't know how to look for him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how. Go into that. There are actually somebody made some tools, uh, and, and we'll save this for next episode, but there are tools that you can use to specifically Data and Wildstar. Oh, okay. And uh, we, we can talk about them next time if we're interested. We'll have a group discussion after the thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting. I love learning these kinds of things. I love like the moment of like happy that you get when you learn <laughs> something new that you're not really supposed to know. You're like, ooh, <laughs> I beat you. <laughs> don't look so- at me like that, Doug. I, it's an odd you don't thing. sound like that when you get happy? <laughs> <laughs> no, you see my happy face. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> One last little tidbit, uh, Bazile, a YouTuber Bazile's back. He's creating new videos for the game. He has a new one up talking about this whole promotional deal and his opinion on it, so you're welcome to go look at that. And that's kind of us tying up the news in a nutshell. Normally we have a bunch of discussion about it, but there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Yes. What is that reason, Doc? I thought we were going to talk to Indigo about that. Oh, oh sure. What is that uh, reason, Indigo? Sorry. That reason <laughs> is, is because we manage to have Operation Pester work. And we had sunshine. Sure, sure it did. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was Operation Pester. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. It worked. We got a carbine person on the show. Uh, and so we're actually going, we had to pre record it. Um, not for any sort of like hidden reasons. It was just um, 
just for personal reasons because we wanted to be able to get this while she was still at work and not yeah, have to it was, be at home. It was home. the only way to make our schedules match, basically. Yeah. There's nothing else to it but that. Exactly. So we are going to go into this amazing interview. Uh, how about right, right now? I'm kind of welcome, everybody. Obviously, we're in the middle of the podcast, but we have a very special pre-recorded segment this week on Strange Tales from Outer Space. We have Sunshine herself. Yay! Yay! Thank you. (laughs) How you guys doing? Awesome. (laughs) Probably I'm better on Sunday than I do now. (laughs) But uh, we. Yeah. No. We we've uh, we've gone through a few rounds of this. I even got sick myself. Right. It's going around Southern California. It'll kill us all soon. I may have gone. I may have went to the emergency room a couple weeks ago. Just saying, uh, but it's not about us. It's not about us. It is about you. This Get is this is the section we have all about you. So, <laughs> let's start. Let's start with the very very first question, which is, Sunshine, describe us what your job is. Describe to you what my job is. So my job, I am the community manager officially of Wildstar. Um, so my job is to basically manage community. Oh, hey. <laughs> um, so yeah, I do a lot of things around here. I do, uh, I help with Tony with the live stream. Um, you know, as you guys have seen, I'm, uh, I'm on that as a co-host. Um, I communicate, I'm, you know, manage, uh, our moderators and our forums and stuff like that and make sure, uh, that's all running smoothly. Um, I, you know, have basically player um inspired initiatives that uh i'm new i'm new on the gig so you know but um i have been with carbine for uh over a year and uh before that i was moderator and i went from moderator to kind of more of a community rep specialist type role although it wasn't titled i like i wasn't titled but it was much more uh in depth and with the community um and then i i do the patch notes and stuff like that did and still do um, content creation, all sorts of manner, like all manner of things as community manager. But so the most you important- actually write down all of those patch notes that I have to sift through every week because these two are too damn lazy to do. Wow, why say- do you have to get personal like that? That's not <laughs> what this is about. Actually, I wouldn't say that I write them down, but I definitely compile, collect, um, organize, and structure into a, a player-facing you. document that is then posted. You make my job so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that easy, actually. It's, it's <laughs> easy, you know, That's what it gets to me. It's easier, I should say. <laughs> I can imagine the inward-facing patch notes that the players never see, which is just devs writing like, "I hate this stupid bug so much." <laughs> so much ready uh, in the sidelines, like, "No, we forgot. We changed this like three weeks ago. Well, how do I write this down?" Well, you guys have seen like those add-on patch notes, right? They're it's all code. It's all yeah. like ask and speak, mm-hmm. and so it's it's a lot of that. It's it's me asking them, "What in the heck are they saying?" Like, <laughs> I don't speak. I don't speak Klingon. Klingon's extinct. I don't speak Dothraki. I don't get it. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. So it's just really um, compiling. I I act as a, I am liaison between uh, dev and our community team and the publishing department as a whole. And then also um, basically a liaison between publishing and also uh, the community, small c. And, um, and so, and also the liaison between dev and small C community. So it's it's actually um, a multi-universal role that I have really thoroughly enjoyed. So and, you have to be a real people person for this type of job. You have to be like social. Being social is incredibly important, and uh, you know, being 
like available and um, attentive and nurturing is is incredibly uh, incredibly mandatory for this role for sure. Would you say it's like herding cats? <laughs> In this case, it's space cats. We all herding browsed our. appropriate. Yeah. It's a lot more organized than herding cats, but yeah, I mean, as far as like, information goes and getting that information compiled, it could be a little bit like that. Yeah. So did open proto games. It reminds this almost seems like uh, the the nursery part where you just destroy everything in its in its path. I kind of feel like that's the community manager's job, <laughs> managing all these jabbits being destroyed by five people. Like, what are you doing? Uh, um, pretty much. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, it, it, as a community manager, um, is that your end goal with it, your job within the development, or do you want to go more into developing yourself? Or you know, what, what's your end goal? Oh, my end goal. Well, as a human, my end goal <laughs> is to just be the best possible human on earth. Oh, um, done. Yeah, well, obviously. Um, not not Check. better than everybody else. Better than definitely. Some of us are I behind was, more than others. <laughs> better. I certainly want to be better than I was yesterday and sure. last year and whatnot. Okay. And a year from now. I hope to be, um, as a community manager, super stellar, you know, and, um, I, it's, it's a tough call because, um, there is a lot of balance involved and, um, being what dev needs and then, uh, being what the community wants and, um, finding the balance in that, uh, where I see myself, um, years from now, oddly enough, this was kind of not an end goal for me. Um, but it has become a passion and a desire. Uh, where I came from was, you're going to find this crazy, um, special effects. Uh, that was my original career. And um, I went from special effects into uh, fan site creation and organization, um, which stemmed actually in that in-between period as an independent uh, video game journalist. And I worked for... Um, you know, pretty well-known UK site, Ink Gamers, and uh, produced a lot of content for them. And then that kind of, like, evolved, and my husband and I partnered, and we created a few sites, a couple of them um, just, like, geek culture-related. Um, one of them was uh, World of Warcraft-related. Uh, another one um, was pretty much just MMOs, so we covered only MMOs. Uh, what happened basically is we just felt like with real jobs and you guys would know this, like with real jobs and all of that stuff and running a fan site and getting content up and making sure that it's all there, it, it like spread us really thin. So we at a certain point weren't enjoying anything. So we pared it all down to one game. We decided our next site is going to be about one game. And, uh, that game was, uh, Star Wars, the old Republic. And so, uh, we, um, built, uh, this fan site tour wars. Uh, which was the um, number two, and then a ri- then later the number one fan site for uh, the Old Republic, and um, that I would have to say uh, introduced me. Uh, now, along that time, along this big timeline of events, I um, I met PR managers, and I met um, I I understood PR, and I kind of had a little bit of marketing background back right out of college, but um, basically I just kind of fell into publishing and uh, community is part of publishing and I it just kind of melded I, I met people like Stephen Reed and David Bass and you know all of these um, you know Linda Carlson and all of these community managers who I admired and I I liked how they treated fan sites and me in particular and 
I learned how to work with PR and uh, community teams and um, and then just that's how it kind of happened and here I am you know um, but like you guys I, I ran a site with a, a well-known podcast I was on two podcasts and uh, and it just kind of got me I was on um, Corellian Ren Radio and I was on the Tor Wars podcast so okay Tor Wars I, I vaguely remember from way back yeah. then I had a brief oh, stint shamed I'm ashamed. Vaguely remember. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. I, I, I joined up. I joined up Old Public the first year and a half, and then life got in the way. That's what I and started. And then we found this really podcast. cool other game called Wildstar. I don't know if you've heard of it. We are quickly becoming the hipster game. And the Wildstar. I heard about that. Like, yeah, it's a, before you time. Anyway, so it was a pretty cool transition going into community manager, and knowing you, you've talked to other community people for other games, obviously with Tor. Uh, with um, you've seen other communities and their community managers, are there things that you would like to bring to the table and improve on, or at least you feel like you can improve on to to kind of elevate uh, your position with the community, or at least your your kind of title and your job, like to show that you're not just a liaison, but I don't know what, what do you think you can bring to the table to to improve on that. I think uh, that's a tough one because liaison is really pretty much ninety nine percent of the job. It's it's you know, escalating feedback and sentiment from our community and putting it in the hands of the right person on the dev team, the people who can actually make the things happen. Um, what can I improve on as far as community management in general? Um, I don't know, to be honest. That answer is, is kind of a tough one for me as this is my first round. Um, what I would like as a player is definitely much more communication, um, much more... Um, interaction and so that is my goal is to bring that communication and interaction to players um over the next year um that's kind of what i want um generally though as a rule i would like to know what you guys want and so that would probably be a more appropriate question is like what what am i not doing or what have you know you seen lacking in just general community management that i can be doing and working on and um perfecting so that way, you know, bringing it into into that way, you know, um, I have been very for- fortunate to be ha- to have uh, been brought into um, a community management circle, and, and you wouldn't believe this, or maybe you would, but it's actually a pretty small circle of people. I'm like, we all know each other. We have all worked with people who have worked with someone, and it's a it's a very small, unique culture and a group of individuals who um, are outgoing and they they love fans and they love the player base um, of, of all the games, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so my goal is to, to strengthen that tie and um, to create a better Wildstar and a better Carbine Studios um, by being that, that point person that, um, can, that can compile information, valuable feedback, have really great, you know, fan-centric um, initiatives, um, and events that focus on you guys, you know, that, that is essentially my goal, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I have a lot of help here with that, believe it or not. You know, we have a lot of, the sentiment is, is the same. The, the, you know, the feel is the same behind the scenes. It's just a matter of making this happen and how we're going to organize that structure. It. So mm-hmm. do you have any specific plans for how you're going to encourage the community and the events that they drive and, and groups that they form and stuff like that? I have a few. I have a few. Um, again, this is this is kind of ground floor for me um, still. So a lot of those are in the works. But you know, 
with the except you know with the, the classic you know we want to do more live streams we want to do uh, more in-game events and stuff like that so that is definitely on my um on my goal list uh so i'm starting a little bit small at this point and then uh, obviously sure. expanding on those That's um, understandable. it's my job to actually you know um create a content calendar and a schedule and to start um drumming up like web content that is um that is attractive to you you know and it's what you guys want and what you guys want to see um so that's actually one of the strengths that i bring is that i you know i used to be a fan site so um i know what we want um you guys want as that um so it's it's now a matter of me putting that into play yeah I like how she says she's starting small and expanding from there. She realizes, yeah, these guys, these guys are the small ones. <laughs> the big people, like Das Moose. I don't think that's what she did, but you can find a way to make anything self-deprecating. So, so it's what I do. So th- 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 this goes back to the, the previous question that, that you were asked, which is, you know, you want to hear from the community uh, uh, of how you, you can improve and what things you want to uh, want to see. What are what is the best way that people can do that, and what is the best means to do other than going to you and saying, doing it politely? I mean, that's that's clearly an obvious yeah, thing. That uh, was I, one of your questions for sure. But um, my my thing is, um, politely is people aren't going to be polite. I deal with that every single day. Um, but constructive, um, constructive doesn't necessarily mean polite. What it means is, like I need all of the information. You can't just say that sucks i hate it do it over and it's like well okay but what what sucked about it you know give me give me some input give me some detailed constructive criticism so that way i can go ahead and um work towards that you know and do better for the next time Mm -hmm. um so it's a lot of that is more detailed constructive criticism is always good more detailed constructive feedback and you know i know you guys have heard it once you've heard it twice you're going to hear it a million times we are listening to all feedback all of it yeah, um, I like to reiterate you know? that one point. I've, I've I've heard other community managers. I was at WonderCon on the panel on that. Everyone stressed polite, 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 and the fact that you said, "Look, I don't need polite. I need cri- like I need criticism. I need legit criticism, yeah. whether it's polite or not. You need all of the information. No, no, no. Right. She said she needed all of the all information. Of it. All of it. <laughs> Being polite <laughs> and doing that is the key. It's- okay, you can be a dick, but if you know, and I don't think that's—I don't think that's what she's asking. I think what she's saying is, give so me all the a dick. But if you're gonna—if you're gonna be a dick, give me something I can work with here. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is, Doc. Actually, is like you know, I—I I, I have Indigo, to go. I have that same face. Indigo, right now. it's like it is. True. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> be a dick with your criticism. Just give it to no. <laughs> you can't just it around. You have to point it in his. No, stop room. it! Stop it! Better. No. <laughs> Whatever. Get into the carbiter on again. <laughs> I'm probably gonna get reamed for this. But then, <laughs> <laughs> the point is, is I have a philosophy. It's an internal philosophy, and I and I hope that it's helping um, me to be better community manager in the future um my philosophy is this it doesn't matter how atrocious it is how many times someone wants to do my mom whatever it is as long as there's something in there there's passion and i can i can work with that yeah i can work with detailed information within the i hate your guts and i hope you die on the way home i can work with that i'm like actually this is cool because for me at the end of the day that's a passionate person and i cared enough to put something down on a you know, well, digitally down on paper mm-hmm. and give me the feedback that I need that I can work with. I can't work with 
that sucked. I hated it, mm-hmm. you know, or right. I hope you die. You ruined my game. You know, it's like, well, <laughs> okay. okay, I don't know how I did that, that, but what, what part did I ruin? <laughs> you know, a very I mean, popular phrase running around right now in the community. You're like, okay, well, you have the phrase. What else are we going to talk about? Yeah, right? elaborate, you know, like elaborate it. on your hatred. Why, why is this one thing pissing you off so much? You know, I can deal with that. I may not respond to every single comment like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any community manager should um, because at the end of the day, I would like to just relay to the community is I appreciate if it's kind. I do. Mm-hmm. If it's not kind, be constructive. That's just the rule at the end of the day is be constructive. So, um, so with that, with that and, and all the craziness that you deal with, how do you, how do you unwind after a particularly crazy day. Now, I remember Tony specifically saying a nice glass of wine or bourbon. I meant thing. He disconnects completely, and he goes, yeah. I'm yeah. going to just drink my pain away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, bourbon's not my thing. It's really funny because I, um, one of the things you're going to find out fascinating is I drive about 90 minutes in traffic um, to and from. Yeah. Um, I'm right there with you. Yeah, exactly. So that's passion for you. That's dedication, you guys. Um, no, I drive about 90 minutes, um, uh, three hours, two days, whatever it is. Um, so my debrief happens in the car because when I get into the house, then I have to be kind of mom and wife and stuff like that. Um, I have a really awesome husband. And uh, anybody who has followed me, uh, who also plays Wild, Wildstar, um, knows that um he's just the most awesome guy who takes care of um me very very well um but i usually come into the house to either you know a lemon shandy or a bottle of wine um i turn off all devices and i sit and watch tv and be brief that Um, man is a keeper yeah yeah. um, sometimes he has dinner ready for me you know like taco bell um (laughs) okay if i can take four ingredients and make 18 different dishes i am a culinary (laughs) master as well (laughs) seriously so put some lettuce and cheese on anything um no so so that's really how i i debrief i also sometimes just get into game believe it or not i get Mm -hmm. into wildstar and i play um because you know i did Sometimes my job is so crazy during the day that I don't get daytime play, so I play at night, you know, yeah. and um, and I play during the weekend. Um, yeah, there's an interesting disconnect with some people in the game where they feel like, oh, you're making the game, so all you have to do is dick around all day and play. Like, no, no, we have to make sure that you guys can actually play. Exactly. Yeah, and it's you know, not how we jobs have jobs work at all. <laughs> yeah, keep in, keep in mind, like everything we're working with is like you know years away, so it's not like we're working on the current so if i'm not in the game right now on live um i kind of just don't know what really what's going on so it's really imperative that i do play and uh that's just a personal thing for me um to you it i also have the um added advantage that i deal with patch notes so i get to see exactly how these things are implemented what they look like how you know how they're supposed to work how they're intended um uh, versus, you know, what happens uh, when something looks broken or it's a bug or whatnot. And so uh, those are those are important things. And so that's kind of sometimes how I debrief, too, is at the end of the day, I'm a gamer, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, if, if the one thing that I love I can't do because I work on it, then then it doesn't make sense to me, you know. So 
I, I love video games and I love working in the games industry and so I love to play games. It's not always, you know, online. So I, I'm really into mobile games lately. So that um, part of that is just because if I have 10 minutes and I'm just sitting, I'm going to turn on my phone. Everybody has a phone. So it's like, you know, I, I turn and play on, you know, something, you know. So there's, so, a lot, and there's speaking, lots of stuff I'm playing. Yeah. So speaking of like your, but you did say you're a very avid gamer. What else are your other vices? Like for myself, I'm a big comic book and game man. Yeah. I know uh, Indigo has a lot of, oh my God. I always have our vices. I mean, what are yours? Oh gosh. I, I have a lot of them. Um, I would like to say my my vice is reading, but I don't have time to do that anymore. Um, but if there's a good book and it's sitting down, I'll, I'll probably be like distracted by reading. Um, I do watch a lot of TV, so a lot of Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, I know a lot of Hell's Kitchen. Um, <laughs> yes, I, yes. I, can't, I can't. I can't. <laughs> beans, but hey, you know Hell's Kitchen works. Um, I do a lot of hanging out on barbecues with my friends. Um, that happens especially during the weekends. Uh, lately, we do a lot of um, just a lot of D and D, a lot of D and D. Which edition? Um, we're do of course five E. Um, How is that? <laughs> I love it. See, I get I a lot of it. shit because I joined in fourth edition. Everyone's like, "You never understood the best part of it." I'm like, I don't want to spend eighteen minutes on grapple tables. Here's the thing: is I've had those conversations with those guys. I mean, those hardcore guys and gals. Some of them gals, mostly guys. And I just, I just want to sit down and enjoy the game. I, mm-hmm. The mechanics of it kind of make no difference to me. I'm not that person. I'm not like so like. I need to know historically how this went from this to this to this, and, and there's a timeline of events and stuff. I am more of the, give me my mini. I've just spent six hours painting this thing up. I just want to sit and fight some stuff. Can I hit something? Can I, I, can, I can kill it? Okay, cool. right that's all I care about. Ser- no, no <laughs> seriously, that, that's 100%. my favorite session. Everyone get a beer, everyone get a wine, yes, everyone get to the table, and see what the hell happens next. We we oh, like yeah. to play D&D, which is dun- a drunk Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, it's really bad. There's when the a D- difference. It, hap- it happens when the DM gets drunk, and that's when shit gets real. Uh, <laughs> please, please, you rolled the negative. You rolled the natural one. Mm. <laughs> what happens now? We we actually have a biweekly Pathfinder game that we do uh, right here on Q Times. We 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 live stream it. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I I'm yeah, currently cool. I'm currently DMing it, and it was so funny because it's like it's it's half girls and half guys, and then I'm the DM, okay. and uh-huh. it's so funny because it's like it's like. Yay, I get to DM. It's so much fun. Like, I, I'm sorry. Anyways, that's... Um. <laughs> no, hey, I like rabbit trails. I'm all about off-topic. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, Pathfinder, I, honestly, I played one session. Or Actually, I played... It wasn't one session. It was like a, a session, um, one campaign over span. I think we played like five or six weeks. And um, it was pretty okay. I prefer D&D, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Um so Pathfinder was cool, but I definitely like D and D a lot better. It just feels a lot more um, like you can get in into the game right away, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to just uh, you know, kind of. Also, character creation I think in D and D is a lot less complicated. So I have mentioned one thing first before we continue. For um, if you ever get a chance, uh, you need to play Deadlands. Deadlands, huh? You're supposed to play it at a poker table. Yep. And you play with poker chips and cards. And you're playing... It's basically D&D meets Cthulhu meets the Wild West. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I I will definitely play Deadlands then. Uh, Is there beer involved? 
Oh, uh, always? Oh, they, they heavily recommend some kind of uh, old western like uh, like experience. Like you have to have some sort of you, you have to immerse yourself in it. We have okay, STOS cool. house rules that apply to most games, and it's just the word beer at the bottom of the rules. <laughs> That's basically how it works. It's like a little asterisk behind, yeah. it, like beside every single thing, and at the bottom, so, optional. beer. Like beer. It's like a double asterisk, double beer. You know, keep it going. <laughs> Uh, so we're talking about games. Uh, why don't we talk about the act, the game that we are here to talk about? So going yes. sorry. Uh, I don't. I don't even know what that was. Um, what? I can't answer that. That wasn't good feedback. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what uh, what is your favorite class in WildStar and why? Okay, so here's the thing: is classically, classically, I am a stalker class. Rogue. Yeah, any kind of like. You know, so I am playing Stalker. Um, for me, I, I, I kind of love DPS. Um, it's just the thing I love to do. Although lately, um, I had tried out an engineer because I just wanted to try it out. And I'm loving it. You know, it's, it's um, different. You know, it's not, it's not along my same lines of gameplay. Like, I, don't, I know other people will argue, but for me, playing um, a stealth class is actually faster leveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I get my DPS super high, so that way I'm just plowing through stuff, so that I can just um, power level. Um, and so that's my thing. Um, I have to balance that with the fact that I'm a completionist. I love PvP, all of these things. So it's it's kind of tough. And it just seems like for me, um, it's I'm not saying it's the best class in the world, but for me, along with my uh, my play style, I, I like it a lot. So there's uh, a very Bell good Singer chance. My second or third favorite. So there's a very good chance somebody's ganked you in a PvP match. Or very at least good, yeah. have a time. <laughs> I get didn't walk away. <laughs> I'm on a PvE because I'm on Entity, so mm-hmm. I don't get ganked a lot at all. But um, when I do get in PvP, let's just say I haven't been really that great at it. <laughs> so, I, and I'm not afraid to admit it. In WoW, I was super, like, was, like PvP was my thing. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but in Wildstar, I actually like going through um, the content mm-hmm. and going through the lore. And I'm, I am made it a point to just slow myself down on this one because I work on the game. Mm-hmm. So that way I could ingest everything that is Wildstar. Awesome. I'm and, slowly um, converting these two into lore hounds. Oh, really? Oh, gosh. It's, I, it's really he's he's gone slowly. Indigo to the point where Indigo will pick up every piece of lore he sees, but he still has yet to read a single one. Oh, no. So, don't, step don't one. Don't wait for it. Seriously, you got to read it as you get it. Otherwise, you're just never going to do it, number one. And it's a lot. It's, it's a the lot. James Woods effect. There's Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Yep. Did you open it? No. Ooh, piece of candy. So, <gasps> so with that, with that, what path do you prefer? Oh, my path is explore. All yes! Time. I was an explorer before it was a thing. So I defended exploration, okay? So no, that is my thing. Um, I used to do it in other MMOs, and I used to find I used to find zones that were not invented yet. Seriously, it was just like this landscape of nothingness. Like in WoW, you could find these places that look like you're like, oh, I found your place, devs. Woohoo! Island before they changed it. Yes. Yep. I got there I found, once. Oh, I forgot what uh, I found another zone too. It was like um. Gosh, it was in uh, Wrath of the Lich, the Lich King, and it was like a zone, and I had gotten up right up to the top of the mountain, and I just kind of look over the edge, and there was just this expanse of, it was like pixels. <laughs> it was like nothing there, and I'm like, ah, oh, this virgin landscape. 
you know, fresh for creating. I can't wait to see what they bring. So um, definitely that person. So the fact that Explorer was even a path, like before, like before it was, because I was, I was in beta and I was actually working here before beta launched. So when I saw Explorer, I'm like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> it sold, throwing my money, you know. <laughs> um, so that was definitely it. I'm, I'm still Explorer. I'm, Currently, though, on uh, Sunshine, uh, Tony's co-character, <laughs> his, his whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I'm scientist, so and I pick scientist because my son, and I think I told the story on a live stream, my son saw the saw the bot, and he wanted to be named. He wanted to be with me. Uh, and me. So oh. I'm like, that's it. Scientist is it. Yeah. creating like that character. It's scientist. It. It's like, oh, is that a robot? It's like, yeah, it's my robot. Like, Can you call yeah. it bot and I know this is weird, but like the reason I'm exile is um, as a rule, Mordesh is my favorite class as a rule. And um, if they were dummies, of course I would be Dominion, but uh, I prefer Dominion um, as far as, you know, um, as far as, you know, factions go. But yeah. And and that's because yeah. and that's because Ilium's way better. I'm just saying. Like we're tired of you killing us. Now they're like we we Who don't play. Like Fade, Fade is awesome. It's like it's got these zones and like it's Indigo. Don't do it. Speaking speaking of Fade, uh, speaking of Fade, we saw you running around Fade Fest. Uh, We we definitely took some uh, some photos. Uh, I I I took some screenshots of like. uh, Anyways, uh, what other (laughs) what other community events have you taken part of, or or have you had the chance to yet? That was my first victory event with uh, as community manager. So mm-hmm. I, that was my like my bon voyage. So <laughs> I was really happy to be part of that. Um, as far as uh, in Wildstar, I haven't taken part of any events. I've actually led some events um, in other games, you know, and and some of those events I would actually like to bring to Wildstar um, and see if they actually are something that that people would love. I don't want to give them away because then I'll show you all my cards. But, um, <laughs> Fair enough. Some epic ones that I've been part of. We might have to. We might have to set you a line in the near future for something. <laughs> yeah, actually, hey, here's the thing: is it is my job to take in feedback and stuff. If there's things like you guys want to do, just drop me a line. Seriously, like email me or put it on the forums. You know, like put up in general, like an event I'd like to see or something. You know, and I compile all of that information. And I'm just going to add it to my hat of tricks. You know. And, and pull it all together. So that's uh, just keep it coming. And yeah. So I'm you did do coming. you did do Fade Fest in the game, and you've Fade. also said you kind of run around with other people in the game, and you've also done other community events, other games. What are your favorite type of community events? My favorite type of community events: anything that gets people. Hey! There he is. <laughs> He's waiting for that book or movie report. This is the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Hands down creepy. I told you he's waiting for you. He knows. He remembers. Here's the thing is he remembers when I do shit to him, so he's going to be like... <laughs> oh, yes. You're not on stream right now. You don't have to worry about the Nerf gun. No. True. Oh, True. Uh, oh, no, I do. I do. Like oh. I said, I got people watching me. <laughs> 
Hey, I think we've been okay. Nice Star Wars tour, by the way. I think we've been okay. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be showing that off. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got an event tonight, uh, uh, a reunion of sorts with a bunch nice. of people. Nice. Oh, yeah, awesome. So, ladies and gents listening, check out Tour Wars then. Uh, no, don't, because it's down. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> never mind then, ladies and gents. Don't check out Tour Wars then. <laughs> You're going to be seeing oh, content that's like two years old. I haven't Celebrations going on right now, isn't it? That's right. Exactly. I live- I live like half mile away. Part of my reason I was late was because all the traffic going on right now. Uh, thank you for telling me. So I'm going to have to take like El Toro or something down there. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, the five's pretty open five? right now, though. Is going, it? going north is pretty open right now. <laughs> Why are we talking about traffic right now? I'm in Southern California. <laughs> well, per- tra- traffic up here in Burbank was great. So, I mean, uh, getting to my house was, was great. <laughs> Speaking of the RNFR here. Legitimately, though, we have to cut this one out. <laughs> I want to keep this. <laughs> I wish I was still doing a B-roll. This would be in the B-roll. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, so, so since we just saw Tony, uh, I, Krug here uh, is the slowest leveler just in existence. Do you think, do you think Tony... Could beat Krug leveling. That's the question. Why have to mentor you to beat Krug? (laughs) Tell you something about Tony, okay? When Tony is like not distracted by tasks and community stuff and whatnot, that guy gets two levels in less than two hours. So he can play other games. He tears shit up in like Call of Duty. <laughs> no, he does. And also, he, uh, you know, I'm not going to give it away what level he is because we're going to save that for the live stream. But he's already, you know, what he was last week. He is far away from it right now oh, because he God. sat. He sat and he had like a whole day where he could just be like, ah, nobody bugged me, but, <laughs> and he did. And he's been like, he's with me and chirping in his ear. He's been staying away from housing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's the biggest thing. So I, I try to get on when I can't watch. I try to get on to help, and I'm like, Tony, let's go kill things. Let's go kill things. Let's go kill things before my lunch is over. <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, okay. I think he did have some help from Dosness. So <laughs> people on the stream they keep showing up. That's pretty awesome. I wish I could yeah. jump in more often. Yes, you should. I mean, I wish. Well, we work. <laughs> you work. Jobs. I work here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so speaking of Tony and housing, do you think it would be considered cheating if Tony entered the next housing contest? You know, yeah. No, no employee, no employee can enter. I'm sorry. It's Aww. just it can't happen. Uh, see, even I. The only I don't reason, think it's cheating. It's just a conflict of interest. Uh, the only reason I say yes, it's cheating, is because I know the sheer amount of stuff people have just given Tony for his yeah. house. Now, no, 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 there's a difference. There's a quantity and quality. Tony got a lot of stuff, but have you seen some of those houses? Oh, I know. Oh. I'm just I'm just messing around. <laughs> Have you seen um, who was Emberly? I think her name is. She had the ATAT. Oh yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Did you go inside? I okay. Here's the thing: is I lamed out and I couldn't figure out how to get in there, and all I had to do is jump. <laughs> like, how do I get up there? So I, I ended up giving it up for that day. I'm still. It's funny because I logged off. I'm still on her housing plot. Like, I'm, like a little super. Like a, you know some homeless person hey I'm hanging out I feel bad because people have given me stuff too and I haven't actually like built anything quite yet I have a mailbox and that's about it <laughs> I'm like, I tell him just give it give it to Tony just give it to Tony that's that's the point it's a community stuff so 
yeah. you get a chance, since you're a PvP kind of person, uh, come check out uh, my own plot and game. I've got something you might enjoy. Really? You can just okay. say it. You can just say it. You don't have to be super, like, secret. You I'm not sure you should say it. We've only talked about it on every episode for the last three months. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like getting into PvP and I like dueling, especially with these guys because they're really fun to duel with. And I've been creating, um, a, I'm starting every few months to create a brand new dueling plot. And it's themed around different parts of the world. So this month it's um, kind of desert, um, Malgrave kind of themed. No kidding. Kind of it, it, it's it's really cool. Box and everything. And he's got like this the the like a shout cast box of just mm-hmm. that's above it that's all glass and that you can, you can glass windows. I've just expanded them to like five times the size and you can zoom in first person mode. And if someone decides they want to hold a <coughs> tournament and have me <coughs> shout cast, <coughs> can totally. Uh, uh, you can totally zoom in first person. You can watch it like in a legit esport. Nobody ever said Doc was subtle. I'm just saying. Hey, <laughs> Opera- Opera- expect Opera- him. To- how, do we get, how do we get DD on here? Operation Operation Pester. Yes. Operation Pester. Yes. Operation Pester. Is what that is what you're calling it? No. Oh, did you Did you not it. hear about that? See, this is how I know it didn't work. All right. <laughs> so so we actually had a call to arms that we said, "Hey, everyone, like we really want to get people from Carbine on. We we keep asking, we keep bugging. So we want you guys to do this to help us as well. We want you to go on and it's called Operation Pester, and I want you to poke and prod anyone that you want to see on the show." and say, hey, when are you going to be on STOS? So uh, we, we had a whole bunch, and then Tony flat out said, I'm aware. Alright, you can stop. <laughs> guys, Stadium like, keeps bugging me, and you keep bugging me. I <laughs> Someone's going to owe me a drink if you keep bugging me. <laughs> hey. Well, you here's the thing, is I have to say, Operation Pester really didn't work on me. I think I only got, I like was in Fade Fest when the Indigo, didn't you send me like or Doom Kitty sent me something. Someone sent me a, a ping, and then we, you know, just kind oh, of went from there. Yeah, you. I think Brief, it, I said, okay. "Hey, it's me." And I didn't. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I, did, I didn't That's mean right. to give credit where credit is due. Thank you. Photo bombed so, you, Mr. Casey. So it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> you photo bombed us. <laughs> hey, if you have any more like photos like that, just send them my way. I always like to see, like you know cheeky things that people take pictures of me in game sure absolutely so so this kind of answers the question but be honest have you ever listened to us before today i listened to portions of your show when i could but it wasn't it wasn't so extensive that i know religiously everything you could say no we wouldn't be offended no matter what your answer was they would say that you didn't listen i don't lie self-deprecating people i know even if you said oh yeah i listen every day i re-listen to episodes on a regular basis they would both just be like oh she doesn't listen at all He's honest enough to say, I have listened to some, I have not listened to all, and I've only listened to I haven't to even portion. listened to all of them, and I'm in all of them. <laughs> I haven't listened to my own show. <laughs> I've never listened to my own show. I barely rewatched the live streams, okay? <laughs> That's a fair point. I There's a lot of content out there. I put this thing up every week. <laughs> so, so... We have a couple more questions, and we'll, we'll end this off. I, the last, the one of the last questions that we actually have written down is: uh, Are there any types of content that you would love to see the, from the community? Like what? Oh, what more? Yeah. Whether it's in game or out of game, yeah. more. More. I want community, like community content creation. So if there's sites out there, or if there's people who want to write about stuff, guides, whatever it is, anything that I can highlight and showcase and give back to you guys is awesome. 
Um, I would love to see a lot more of that. A lot of, um, I am a huge, I, I know, ridiculous. I'm a huge Machinima fan, and I don't see nearly enough. Hmm. Um, yeah, they yeah, actually they, released the tools for that a while back, didn't they? Uh, I think so. You know, that's vaguely familiar to me. Yeah. But I mean, here's the thing, is, is before there was any Machinima tools, there was people creating stuff, like, on their own with screen crap, you know, screen captures and stuff like that. So just, like, I, I would love to see a lot more of that. Um, there's, a lot more th- of- there's definitely a video that came out today that you cannot play on uh, Zero to 50 because it is very inappropriate music. But there is something that came out today. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> you have to give me a link. I don't know what you're talking about. It, it's in, it's in the Facebook chat. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> you keep talking. I'm going uh, to go look at things. So, so, okay, that's awesome. The very, very last question we have for you is, who are you going to tag to be the next person on STOS? <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're continuing. Wow, way to put on a spot there. You already had everybody who can talk to you, really. <laughs> Actually, I beg to differ because I am a I'm an artist. So if anyone from the art team would love to come on, I'd love to pick their brains and make these two bored as shit. So you want an artist? Um, I, I don't know. I I think that a, a couple of really really good people um, that can be a few people actually. Maybe more than a few, even. Um, people like time travel, Tatium, um, you know, uh, Meerkat. Um, they're fun. They're engaging. Um, so you can you can definitely pester them. They would obviously have to get permission. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> I think Tony talks to us. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think you had a great time. I had a great time. Had, <laughs> this was very civil. We didn't do anything bad. I'm just saying. The last time a guy said that to me, I married him. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you had a great time. I had a great time. Just saying. We should get married and have two kids with <laughs> Well, apparently it works. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> it is awesome having you on. Uh, I'm so glad that we got another awesome community member for the game. You're uh, you're great and engaging on zero to fifty. Obviously, if you're talking to us. Uh, you can put up with the the scummier elements of the internet. <laughs> you guys, here's the thing: is like I think you you, you like to think you guys are like scummy and stuff like that and like the bottom of the barrel <laughs> that's just doc keep it in about. perspective it helps me <laughs> come a giant you're nothing if not humble that would be <laughs> you're humble so and i appreciate that um like i said you know this is my first real rodeo and uh you know i'm not afraid to admit it i have a lot to learn um my cup is is emptied every day and i fill it up so uh i don't claim to to be the ultimate resource of all things community. Um, <laughs> but the point of community is the small C, you guys, and, uh, and you know, giving me your ideas and giving me your input and your feedback. And then I take that and I compile it into legible sentences and then push that <laughs> and, and, and make we'll initiatives. Try we'll try to do the same too, help people bring together awesome stuff for you to see and show up. And if we got to yeah. be a little more critical and be honest about it, because we're part of the community. That's the point, you know. The the game is made for the gamers, right? So let's let's definitely take that into consideration, and and all feedback is welcome, all of it. And uh, you know, I know, like I said, 
broken record. All we listen to every single thing, you know, and especially the things that are really passion driven. You know, they come from a good place. Definitely, definitely, be a lot more, you know, expressive in that. <laughs> we need more more details would be great. So, you know. And my mom's had enough abuse already. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank you very, very much for coming on. Uh, I, all three of us very, very much appreciate it. Um, really do. Yes, thank you. Well, I and, love you guys. And, and just as community members, I know you guys are around all the time. And I'm happy to finally be personally introduced to you. And I, I hope to do more of these in the future. Absolutely. So don't, you're, people, you're, don't hesitate about asking. You're welcome on any time. Any time. You really yes. just want to find and go, hey, I want to show up for a little bit, whatever you want to talk about for the game. No problem. You know, it's all about community stuff game. on our podcast. We'd be more than willing to do that kind of thing for you, too. <laughs> that would be great. It worked, it worked far <laughs> off in advance. Just hinted at drop existence of some number or other. I'm, I'm just saying, our group of people that is being attached to Q Times has been steadily growing with the community. I mean, we just gained join the team. We no have Das Moose is a part of our group. Uh, there's the three of us. I mean, Baz is also a part of the group, and he's okay. probably one of those people that are very passionate. Uh, <laughs> That's not a very, very passionate. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Baz. <laughs> um, but but uh, I think this is a good time to say thank you very much and uh, have fun talking to the three schmucks that are going to replace us right now. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to do something. It's so weird. Okay, look, I have to edit our podcast every week. And then listening to me and then watching me so I can make sure we're, like, timed correctly to come back into the show. Um, it's it, it throws me. I don't like – it's so, so freaking weird. Anyway. Um, Talking over yourself is weird. I, yes. I, I'm not uh, into it. Sunshine, uh, Didi, thank you very much for coming in and, and talking to us this week. It was pretty awesome. Now, there's a very good reason why we have more people in our chat than we've had ever before. <laughs> because you love us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, seriously. He's joking. <laughs> we have procured, they're actually coming on Tuesday, I believe, right? Yes. Indigo? In yes. We have procured four boxes, physical boxes, that inside contain codes for the game. And obviously, if you follow the current mystery promotion, those four boxes are also going to contain a possible promo chance of free stuff. No, no, no. So you get one of, you, the three one of the three promos. <laughs> yeah, so you're here's, underselling stuff hard. So, <laughs> so I'm trying to, trying to belay the hype. So here's how it's going to work, ladies and gentlemen, in our Twitch chat. If you're listening to the MP3, you are out of the running for this week. But we're giving away four codes, four boxes, one a week. So every Sunday, 5 p.m. Because Indigo is cheap. <laughs> I said so because Indigo is cheap. Yeah, Indigo is, dude. We bought these, we bought these out of our own pockets. We, we didn't even get any for ourselves. That's yeah. how much we like none, our community. None of us actually. Yeah, I, I we bought the boxes, but none of us were like, oh, we bought boxes for other people. Did we buy any for ourselves? Yeah. No, I no, didn't. I didn't. No, you <laughs> for them. Anyway, here we go. Yes. If you are in Twitch chat right now and you want to have a chance at getting a free box, hold on. Need to ha hold oh. on before we do this. Are you ready to go? I, I'm ready. Okay. I don't. I'm just I don't. making sure. Just making sure. Uh, oh, for heads up, these are all NA boxes. If you're from the EU, I would not participate because you won't be able to use it. Yes. So, I just anyway. Here we go. You need to type into Twitch chat hashtag destroy all Krugs. One yes. word, no capitals. I'm the hashtag. Hashtag destroy all Krugs. I'll even write it down right now. 
destroy, as I can't spell it all, apparently. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to write destroy all Krugs or something like that? You need to write that into into Twitch chat. Nope, or that's sorry. not a hashtag, hashtag. Scrub. Oh, I'm dead! <laughs> <laughs> Don't write the thing that Doc wrote into chat. Oh my god, I'm dumb. Write an actual hashtag. Hashtag destroy all Krugs. Uh, hashtag not at symbol. I do apologize. We're going to give it a little bit more. We're going to vamp a little bit more, and then we're going to run our Twitch um, randomizer. It's going to be completely random. There is no favoritism here in case anybody's curious about it. Good luck to everyone who's doing it this week. Oh, my God. It actually just started filling up real freaking quick. Uh, yeah, I see a black screen, too, in our, our live chat. I don't know what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, I'm getting it. I'm. Oh, my gosh. Breathe. I'm just going to breathe, people. So, yeah, we're going to do that. So, like I said, it's not the only way we're doing it. So, this week is uh, April 19th, right? Next Sunday, April 26th, May 3rd, and then also May 10th, we're going to be giving away another box. Uh, so if you didn't make it or if you want to tell someone who hasn't gotten the game yet or who's looking to come back and play the game or who just wants to get the free item to come into the Twitch, to the Twitch chat into the STOS live stream at 5 p.m. PST every Sunday. And then we're going to have a different different hashtag every time. What in the world is that background? <laughs> Indigo, your desktop is ridiculous. <laughs> Do you not like your my background? Dreams, <laughs> your fantasies, they're all mine. Do you know what they, do you know what they are? That's the Esper uh promo uh image. Um, what? Yeah. I did not I did not know that. Yeah. See? Hold on. Now I gotta um, show you my background. As See? you break everything. See? As you break everything. Okay. See? So we're just about ready to do it. Everyone, <laughs> you see your names are on there on the left hand side. Um the hashtag is destroy all Krugs. You still have a few more moments to get it in. We are going to oh, that yeah. is, huh? That's yeah. I, I've never seen that background. Man, we are vamping right now. We're vamping? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> waiting for Indigo to... Do you know what a vamp means? Oh my god, you're not... Anyway. I know so, what vamping is. I used to play trumpet for nine years. Not that anybody in the stream cares. No, we don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I think that's enough time, yeah? That's enough time. We are going to now hit the Twitch randomizer. Hopefully we did this right the first time. If not, we're going to do it again. Boom! Blame Indigo. Ready? Yeah, I, I already did it. So oh. if your name is Arturos underscore OG, uh, just send us a message. Uh, just or just type in the chat just anything uh, you want, and I will send you a private message, and we will uh, work out the details on the site after the show. So, Arturos OG. Yep. Congratulations. Yeah. You got the first box of four. Yay! Awesome. Oh, this is a great way to figure out how long the delay is in Twitch because there's a little timer. <laughs> <laughs> We're awesome. Be for approximately 35 minutes waiting for him to <laughs> because uh, Indigo's internet is bad. Mm. Oh yeah, he saw it. Woohoo! Nice. And he just uh, honestly, you just subbed up, dude. That's freaking awesome. Awesome. Yeah. If you're EU, the code isn't going to work, so hopefully that's the case. You have three more chances to win, so if you want to get ahead of the game, show up here 5 p.m. PST, April 26th, May 3rd, and May 10th. We're giving away one box each weekend. So here we're going to start wrapping things up. We're going to go into the post show. We might talk a little bit about our opinions on uh, what just happened this week. We cut it out for this week because of all the cool stuff in the interview. Um, if you want to hang around for that, that's awesome. We might even do a little bit of live streaming as well. Um, Everyone who came in, whether it was just for the box or to show up for the interview or for just showing up and having fun with us, thank you very much as always for showing up. Seriously, uh, thank you very, very much. And, you know, uh, if this is your first time coming in and you guys enjoyed the show, please let us know that you enjoyed it. And if there's something that you didn't like about the show, uh, let us know that too because we want to continue to progress and we want to continue to get better. And there's no way that we can do that without you guys. So please, please, please let us know. Exactly. Awesome. 
Thank you so much, everybody. Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 41. This week, I have, as always, Indigo. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That can be one of the things you don't like. (laughs) I'm okay with it. (laughs) One of the things I don't like, Indigo. I'm through. Bye. Thank you for coming. (laughs) And I am Doc. Everyone have a good time.